this is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. For Clarion Chamber Ensemble, it was not just the pandemic that put a pause on their performance. Many will remember that founder David Jerome Johnson sadly passed away in early 2020. His passing caused at least some of the members of the ensemble but especially his friend and co-artistic director, pianist Hyun Julie, to regroup and reconsider Clarion's vision and purpose. It has been nearly three years since then, and now Clarion Chamber Ensemble is on the cusp of resuming performances. Hyun Julie, with clarinetist Jason Rivera and violist Joy Allen de la Cruz, will deliver the music of Max Brook in Romancing with Max Brook, which happened last weekend as part of Manila Piano's artist series. Ahead of that, we spend time with Yunju to talk not only about the music they performed, but also about Clarion's pandemic dormancy and what lies in the future for the ensemble as it steps into a new phase. We also listen to some of Clarion's recordings from the past years. At the Vanguard, the Adagio Second Movement, from Ludwig van Beethoven's Piano Concerto No. 2 in B-flat, Opus 19. Welcome the Clarion Chamber Ensemble.
right before the pandemic, we all know the passing of David Johnson, our founder, it affected me greatly, actually, and continued on with the pandemic. So it's unfortunate that most of the music performances had stopped. I guess during the pandemic, we all sort of worked on our individual goals. We set new goals for ourselves. I think we all individually try to grow as musicians as well, not to waste any time. And also during the pandemic, we tried to put our group together via online. We've done one recording, the Piazzolla, I think upon the request of DZFE also. Coming back from the pandemic, bread and butter is kind of important for many of us. So I have been prioritizing work on the school. I'm running the school right now. So I have been really busy getting the school back to face-to-face. And because David is gone, it was kind of hard for me to get back on stage and even organize anything. But the existence of Clarion is not, of course, solely based on our leadership. It's based on the demands and the participation and the support and efforts of our musicians and the audiences. So it's really the support of our friends. Also, our upcoming concert is the support of Manila Pianos as well that really motivates us and helps us to sustain. And as long as we know that there's a demand and as long as we know that we have audience and followers, I think we have enough reasons to continue to provide and play chamber music. So I think that's how it came about. I was invited by Jason and Joy to perform the entire Brook program with them. And it has been long that I actually performed the entire program in the past because I've been really busy doing other things. So it was also the grace of God and calling and the support and the demand I saw. And I also heard David's voice, you know, a pat in my back. <laughs> it's now time, wake up, you know, <laughs> move on. You have your support. Our musicians are there. Just go on with it. I'm very glad to be collaborating with our artist, Mr. Joy Alan de la Cruz. He's the principal violist of Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra and professor at the University of Santo Tomas and uh, St. Paul's University. And also Mr. Jason Rivera, the clarinetist from Philippine Philharmonic Orchestra. And also he's a faculty member of University of the Philippines. Why did you decide to launch this return concert with Richard C. Fahunda? Actually, once again, it was arrangement made with Joy and Mr. Rivera. Richard welcomed us and we're just grateful for his invitation and his production. And it's a great venue. I've been attending concerts there at Manila Pianos. It's accessible and it's cozy. It's perfect for chamber music, actually. Broch often sits in the shadow of Brahms, <laughs> but why did they decide to highlight him this time? Our title is Romancing with Brooke. It's programmed by our violist, Joy Alan de la Cruz and Jason Rivera. Brooke's chamber music compositions are not very well known. However, Brooke's eight pieces for viola, clarinet, and the piano is one of the best trios written for these rare combinations of instruments and one of his best chamber music compositions as well. Mr. Joy has sent me a message, the reason why he chose this. Actually, he simply loves to play this piece. 
Brooke's romanticism is very vividly shown. And while playing this beautiful and lovely melodies, there are virtuoso passages of each instrument, um, the viola and the clarinet. Actually, piano part is quite demanding as well. These are from Joy's words. Playing the piece is like being one of the characters in a love story or drama in each movement. Same with the double concerto they'll be performing. It will show off the different characteristics and the sound and the resonance and the colors of viola and clarinet, which is very challenging for every viola and clarinet players. I'd like to mention that when Brooke wrote these pieces, he wrote this for his son, who's a clarinetist. So you will see a lot of beautiful melodies blending in with the violas. It's just really beautiful. And uh, chamber music isn't always easy to understand. It's also because they're not very frequently played. You know, any new tune is not easy to understand. But as a musician, you can learn so much by playing chamber music not just as a musician, but based on my experience, chamber music can teach a musician by meeting and collaborating with the excellent musicians in the country, in our case, of different styles and groups. And each musician experiences how to blend in harmoniously, adjusting their own artistic characters, sometimes leading, sometimes supporting and learning as well. And you learn to breathe together, you learn to sing together, sometimes in different directions, sometimes the same direction, but towards one goal of creating harmony and to bring out the beauty of every masterpiece intended by the composers. When we started this group back in 2002, I was in my late 20s. Now, <laughs> yeah, 20 years later, I realized that I grew up with a group playing chamber music. I grew as a musician, as an artist. I learned how to create, how to innovate, how to lead, how to support, how to listen to others. You know, had I not played the chamber music, I don't think I'll be a musician that I am right now. So I think it's a great opportunity for both audience and musicians, especially the young musicians. I really strongly encourage them to listen to chamber music and learn chamber music. I'm glad that you mentioned that this is also some sort of a, a moving on. Not that you're forgetting yes. the legacy of David, but you're looking forward mm -hmm. and uh, bringing it forward, really, the, the banner of chamber yes, of music course. in the Philippines. Yes, it was David's goal from the very beginning for the ensemble to be a consortium of musicians. So I think it's a great chance for us to step up now and really have the musicians lead as well so that they can build their own repertoires, build their own programs as they thirst, you know, because we simply love to play and collaborate. So to satisfy the thirst of performing on stage, those repertoires that are not frequently played and the music scores that are just resting on your bookshelves, we want to bring these alive on stage. And when we do, and when we did in the past 20 years, it was just amazing. We had so many followers. We were able to inspire people. And we're actually very happy to see a lot of our musicians from the uh, very beginning, 20 years ago. They have their own 
students, followers, they are the mentors, they are the leaders in their own department and the instruments. So we're very happy to see this. And now I think we're moving towards to support these growing young musicians who are looking up to our core members before. So we're envisioning to support them and also to organize more concerts for them to play chamber music.
The Clarion Chamber Ensemble performed Georg Philipp Telemann's Concerto in A Minor. At the start of the program, we heard the Adagio from Beethoven's Piano Concerto No. 2 in B-flat, Opus 19. Both performances come from Clarion's album, A Check-In with Telemann and Beethoven, recorded live at the Philam Life Theatre in August 2005. Clarion recently returned to the concert stage, represented by clarinetist Jason Rivera, violist Joy Allen de la Cruz, and today's guest, pianist Hyun Julie, in Romancing with Max Bruch, a concert featuring the music of German composer Max Bruch and part of Manila Piano's artist series. You can learn more about this and other concerts by visiting facebook.com slash artist series. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DCFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Monday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.